Hey everyone, it's Mariah and Danny. Welcome to Hot Takes. Short disclaimer, nothing we say on this podcast in any way reflects the opinions of our employers or the BACB. All opinions are our own. Let's get controversial. So Mariah, what's our hot take for today? <laughs> today we're talking about something Danny loves. I actually do. <laughs> With there's caveats there though, we'll get to. I do agree there are caveats and you have the same qualms as me, so mm-hmm. I'm maybe I'm just a little against it a bit more. But <laughs> we will be discussing the culture of gamifying essentially everything if you need to do something or learn something or complete a task there is an app out there that gamifies it somehow i'm not aware of these apps in all of their capacity but they're there and you probably don't even have to look that hard (laughs) there's a really popular one called finch Um, that a lot of people might be familiar with but even outside of technology I've seen people who like turn their tasks into like a D&D style roll so you'll roll like a d20 dice and whatever it lands on you do and some people get so into it that they assign like hit points and they're like working on taking down a dragon or a monster and like when you earn enough hit points to take down this dragon then you're done for the day okay that is really cute that's really cute though isn't it so essentially what people are doing here is they're shaping their own behaviors to build up typically the way that i've seen it done is with like activities of daily living you know showering cleaning their homes things you know basically tasks that you need to do to keep yourself alive and healthy basic to-do list tasks yeah yeah so shaping up those behaviors and shaping up those habits to work them into their schedule or routine i will argue this though okay we know i can't not i would say the person doing that like in real life dungeon dungeons and dragons adaptation mm-hmm. of their to-do list mm-hmm. is way more equipped to gamify stuff in an appropriate manner than someone who's like outsourcing that gamifying to an app because mm-hmm. the app does it for you so you that's true can, you can like not really pay attention to the shaping mm-hmm. and not be intentional about it and then before you know it like you don't actually have those skills to generalize you completing those tasks off of the app mm-hmm. whereas the D guy mm-hmm. you're like oh i don't have time to you know roll a d20 40 times today and like Mm -hmm. keep track of my hit points so i just need to like maximize whatever time i have to knock out as many tasks as possible and then i'll i can get back to that which is just fun and reinforcing later i think that that would be the hope however i do think they both have similar drawbacks in the fading procedure here because Mm -hmm. i think even even the diy like the dnd hand-drawn whatever that takes a lot of time and if you only have so many spoons for the day and you use all your spoons in making your D playlist then you don't have any left to do the actual tasks and i think the fun part is the the planning and the drawing 
So I suspect that would take priority because that is more reinforcing than the actual tasks. So if I only have time to either plan the tasks or actually do the tasks, I'm going to do the fun part, which is the drawing and the planning and put the tasks off till tomorrow. That would be my fear. And that is fair and valid. But in my mind Mm -hmm. of how this D&D scenario is going Mm -hmm. is, I mean, you typically have a dungeon master and they don't always provide a visual. So if you're just going off like verbals of this Mm -hmm. monster you're trying to defeat, then you wouldn't necessarily need to plan out and draw and sketch and whatever. So then it's all like hypothetical role play. Okay. So I think like this you is... wouldn't have to plan that that or elaborately, I guess. So I think I didn't explain this clearly enough. From the the videos that I have seen of this happening is literally one person. So it's not like a DD team. It's just one person on a piece of paper writing out 20 tasks. And then assigning, and then they'll, like, draw a monster in the corner of that paper and say, like, I need 20 hit points to kill this monster. It's all one person. So, like, there is some element of planning ahead of time. It might not be super long or anything, but... True. I mean, they could also shape and fade to not have to draw a visual with it, though. (laughs) They absolutely could. And that, I think, is our biggest qualm with gamifying is most of them... I don't have a problem if if it provides enough reinforcement for you to do the thing that's great but typically there is no fading plan in the apps in the DIY versions whatever even just people I've seen a lot of TikToks not too long ago of people realizing that sticker charts work for adults <laughs> token economies and stuff yes yes um I think it's the novelty but anyway that's another conversation but without having a fading plan, are you just going to have a sticker chart on your fridge for the rest of your life? Because that's not really the idea of a token economy. Right. Are you like still doing a token economy and you and your six-year-old both get stickers when you do a chore? Because that's a little awkward. Oh, the video I've seen, it was a, it was just adults living in the house. Like girl was giving her boyfriend a gold star sticker every time he did the dishes or something, which again, if it works for you, I love it. That's cute. But the problem with all of this is that there is no fade plan. So you're just adding like more steps to your task. Mm -hmm. And is that realistic to keep up forever? You know? No. Also, I feel like that version of the token economy is very like condescending. I mean, the boyfriend loved it. So. If you love it, that's one thing. <laughs> but no, wouldn't fly for me. Wouldn't fly yeah. for my adult clients either. Yeah, I mean, wildly it- inappropriate. But maybe this guy struggles with getting like an appropriate amount of dopamine from completing a task, which is a thing. Yeah, I mean, they they like it. And I think that that is one of the positives for me of gamifying is that there's just so many different ways you can do it. That you can find something that resonates and works for you. But again, like those skills that you're developing, typically in the way that I've seen it, it's skills that you need to maintain like a functioning adult life. You have to generalize them outside of the game. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where a lot of people fall flat. 
Yeah, that's my whole issue. Like, are you going to be tied to an app that gets you like a little hit of reinforcement and then fails to generalize to any other setting? What if your phone dies? Like, if what if you're off your schedule or whatever and you're not contacting that like, oh, I have a street going for X amount of days. That's rewarding mm-hmm. to you. That's how you keep wanting to go back by getting this positive reinforcement each day or e- mm-hmm. each tasks. And then it builds over time. And then you get like a little break where you get to play a game or something built in. It's not shaping enough. Mm-hmm. It's not generalizing to things off the app in real life. Mm-hmm. So it's like the motivation is really getting that reinforcement built into the game. It's not getting the reinforcement from actually completing those tasks in real life. And I think that ultimately could be messing with the way we're receiving the dopamine from completing those tasks, Mm -hmm. which is going to interfere with the way we're generalizing, which means you're not going to have an appropriate fading plan. Right. Because I think, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You need the reinforcer to come from completing the task. I think Mm -hmm. that's something that a lot of people forget when they're shaping up new behaviors or new routines is like you can use your contrived reinforcers in the beginning. That's all gamifying really is, right? Right. It's just contrived reinforcers. Secondary reinforcers. But eventually you have to fade to reinforcers that are going to occur naturally in whatever that environment is. Or it's not going to generalize. And you just, you can't fade it out. So Mm -hmm. our... The gamifying would be a secondary reinforcer. Mm -hmm. A secondary reinforcer is anything outside of essentially like food, sleep, shelter, sex. Yeah. Yeah. Anything biological that you like have to have. Mm -hmm. So anything secondary is like money, this reinforcement from some arbitrary app, Mm -hmm. um, like words of praise. Mm Mm-hmm whatever else whatever else you can think of anything money can buy essentially yes yes um but yeah if you're not like scaling all that stuff back and don't enjoy it for just the completion of the task itself then Mm -hmm. you're not gonna appropriately like get off of the gamifying yeah and i do think that um and like the DIY versions, it kind of puts the pressure on you. But I do feel like it would be nice if, especially in these like apps, the companies took a little bit of responsibility here to realize kind of what they were doing, especially those that promote themselves. Like I literally saw an app the other day and I can't remember what it was called. It was in a targeted ad and it was like the get out of bed when you don't get want to get out of bed app or something like that. So, so it's like, weird. Okay, so- yeah it's trying to insinuate like mental health but it's like okay so you're like also insinuating behavior change then i would hope that you would do some research into behavior change tactics since that's what you're using but it would be nice if the companies would take a little bit of responsibility in those apps and build in some sort of fading plan or some sort of education on the need to pair this reinforcement with your natural environment outside of the app i mean maybe these people are ignorant that they're technically using something for behavior change because look at the gentle parenting basically yeah. uh using principles of behavior science and i I'm can guarantee realizing. 
right? None of them are like, let me open the Cooper book. <laughs> like <laughs> Cooper who? <laughs> right. Like, oh, all right. <laughs> but I do think that's like asking a lot because these app like manufacturers essentially they're not required to do research oh i know and realistically i think this is fine (laughs) it's a company they don't care about you (laughs) right you know i know that even these like mental mental health and therapy companies they're still companies at the end of the day they're still businesses so i guess our take-homes would be gamifying can be great to build like the behavioral momentum but it's also really hard to get off if you aren't generalizing and fading appropriately so kind of gamify tasks at your own risk yeah i guess just like as you're gamifying think about ways that you can fade that reinforcer to something that you experience outside of the game whether that be an app or like a diy or whatever Something that you're going to experience one thing day to day that I do that's just this is not revolutionary by any means. Mm-hmm. But I will either use the notes app on my phone or I'll just pick up a piece of scrap paper and I just write out a to do list, good old fashioned to do list of mm-hmm. literally everything I need to do. And then pick something fun for you maybe it's like a specific highlighter color or a pen color or something and just cross it off Mm -hmm. like you crossing it off should be the reinforcement for you getting that task done for a lot of people that that works for me sometimes that works for a lot of people I know for me I use timers a lot so even naturalistic timers so for me on like a Sunday I usually wash my sheets That's my timer from the time the sheets go in the wash to the time they come out of the dryer and go back on the bed. That's when I'm cleaning my apartment. If I get everything done within that time, great. If I don't, then I still feel good about the amount of time that I spent doing it. And then I'll go like play Stardew Valley for three hours or something. I should get back into Stardew. (laughs) That's what I was doing on Sunday. (laughs) Um, Another thing, though, I like about that D&D um scenario was mm-hmm. maybe you do you just cut off your to-do list at 20 items roll mm-hmm. a d20 because sometimes when you're looking at that to-do list that you know they can seem forever long yes and before you know it you get decision fatigue and you're overwhelmed mm-hmm. with all the things you know you need to accomplish in the day go grab mm-hmm. a d20 roll mm-hmm. and then just start with that task yeah Yeah, it definitely gives a good starting place. And if that's a barrier for somebody, just being overwhelmed by the amount of items on your list, use a dice, use like a random number generator on your phone or on the computer to take that barrier. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great idea. Maybe I'll start using the D20. If you got one, go for it. Oh, I've got a million. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening today. You can find us on Instagram at Behind Behavior Pod, on Facebook at Behind Behavior. Or if you're old school, send us an email at contactbehindbehavior at gmail.com. Smell you later. Bye.